The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Let's go! Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, one-on-one showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One-on-One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Monday, June 19th, 2023. Listeners, please welcome European adult star on the rise, Marco Bull. Welcome to the show, Marco. Hello, everyone. How are you? I am wonderful, Marco. It is fantastic to have you on. I am, I'm appreciative that you were interested in being interviewed. Yeah, it's a really pleasure for me, too. Fantastic. Well, I usually start off these interviews by getting some unique stats out of the way. So what is your height and weight? Uh, I am a 1.90 and a, a 85 kilo. What is your ethnic background? Hispanic. What's your zodiac sign? Cancer. And how old are you? I am 39. Let's get to know a little bit about the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? I'm from Tenerife Island in Canary Island, Spain. Oh, very nice. What was, what was life like growing up for you? What was young Marco Bull like? Uh, Marco Bull, uh, I, I want to be the this Marco Bull since I was 14, so imagine. Really? Really. <laughs> when you were 14, you said, I want to be a porn star? Yeah, yeah. My best friend of my childhood called me last year when I was in Budapest, and uh, I remember that he told me, I remember when we were 14, uh, playing, you know, playing like fighting wars, things like that from teenagers and kids. And uh, he said, I remember that I told you that I want to be mechanic in the future. And you told me that you want to be a porn actor. So I'm sure that you are the guy who I have in front of my screen. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I love that story. That is crazy. Okay, can you share with the listeners, because I'm sure many, maybe many of the people that are listening to this interview, they've never been to the Canary Islands in Spain. Can you share with them what that is like? You know, what is it like living in the, in the Canary Islands? Oh, living in the Canary Islands, finally, I, I think that Everything can be resumed in living in a paradise, you know, because finally our uh, exotical island and then a lot of uh, tourist people come here for uh, holidays and then they love the islands and uh, then decide to move here finally. So the weather is really nice. It's the most of the time it's sunny. Uh, some parts, the north parts are a little bit colder, but colder it means like 9, 10 degrees in winter, and like 14, 15 in the rest of the year. So it's a good weather. And uh, you have seven different islands. I live in one of the biggest ones, that is uh, Tenerife. But you have another six, 
and uh, the islands most near to Africa are also hottest than this one. So it's really comfortable living here because there are not too much people. Each time there are a little bit more, but it's not like, you know, living in the mainland or something like that. So you have everything because you can have all that you need, like big supermarkets, big shopping centers, all that you can find, uh, for example, in the mainland in Spain, you can find it also here in an island. Not in the smaller, but yes, in the uh, two biggest one like Tenerife or Gran Canaria. So all the people that come here for holidays, usually they decide to move here finally when they finish uh, their jobs or they decide to move to anywhere because they love the place. That's beautiful. Very nice. I would assume lots of good seafood. Yeah, it's very good seafood because, you know, finally an island is uh, everything around is sea. And uh, yes. then we are uh, we are next to Africa and then we have a mix because around the island is the Atlantic Ocean. But at the same time, uh, coming from the mainland is the Mediterranean Ocean. So a lot of different spaces, not only for seafood, also for go outside sailing on the sea you can see whales turtles a lot of different amazing spaces here when the the people come here for holidays or do tourism you know that is wonderful wow wow that sounds spectacular so so tell me what was going on with your life just before you decided to enter the adult industry yeah, the truth is that I have been trying it <laughs> since uh, I was 18. Because in Spain, you need to be 18 uh, for be uh, you, you need to be adult for be porn actor. The problem was that uh, when I was uh, this age in Spain, there were not too much uh, productions. Mm-hmm. So the productions that six on this time they used to use the the, uh, famous actors or actresses so they don't do castings or something like that. And uh, one of the big problems were uh, were that uh, I live in an island. So the problem were the flight tickets and this kind of things because are not comfortable for the before were not comfortable for the companies to pay uh, uh, flying tickets for someone who is new, you know. So the thing was that I have tried uh, with uh, one production that they started doing casting, but they say that uh, you must pay the casting, of course, because they have to pay the actress. But at the same time, the casting were maybe 20 people, you know, and maybe two minutes with the actress. You can uh, discount the guys that finally they cannot. But at the same time, after this casting, uh, they they say that they give you two scenes, but without payment. So for me, this was a little bit strange, because I say, if I pass the casting, I do the scenes, why can I not uh, be paid? Because also, uh, I told them for pay my flight tickets, for pay my train, for go there, because I was really interested. So it was strange. 
And uh, I asked them, and they said, yeah, maybe if you don't pass, the, you cannot finish the scene. Uh, it's a problem because we have to pay the actress also without the scene. And I said, yeah, it's true. I understand that. But if I finish the scene, you will to sell it. So finally, with the time, uh, a lot of people who have gone there uh, has uh, discovered that they do two scenes without payments, and uh, then they don't call the guys again. So imagine they have two scenes free and then they don't call you more. Oh, if you are a superstar, like, I don't know, Jordi or something like that. <laughs> of course, they decide to have you. But, you know, for the normal people who go there, finally, they cannot go again. So I decide to don't do it like that. So at the same time, uh, with 18, I, I was with my career and also with my other job. So I moved to mainland and I tried in uh, the Balear Islands. I met a porn star girl. She told me the same for starting with porn, but the company there was in Germany on this time. So we tried to do... Uh, did it sex shows and I did that and it was good but finally I have to move again because my studies and uh, then returning back to Tenerife so with my job I was uh, with my main job I was flying a lot doing different kind of exercises outside so it was a little bit difficult but I have never uh, stopped because for trying to be in porn Because for me, it was my dream, you know. So I have my first dream realized with my main job. But at the same time, I wanted to arrive to this one. And finally, in the COVID, uh, I was looking on internet for some shootings on Tenerife. And then I saw that the famous actress, Shalina Divine, has shoot in Tenerife. So I looked for the company. I wrote them. And they told me that... Uh, On this time, they were stopping because of COVID, but uh, on, in October, they can write me again. For me, I thought that well, for sure they don't do it, but finally they did it. So they gave me the number of that of my first producer that uh, he wanted to move to Tenerife. And then when he came, he, give me, he gave me a, a day for try, and I went there in a week, and then I did five scenes. So it was my beginning. Wow. Okay. So in total, how long have you been in the adult industry? How long have you been a performer? One year and a half. Wow. Congratulations. You made your dream come true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. That is wonderful. Okay. So, so we talked a little bit about how you got into the business. Let's talk about your name, Marco Bull. How did you come up with your performer name? Yeah, the the thing is my my main name is not Marco. My original name is not Marco. I decide Marco because uh, family of my grandparents, uh, they were from Italy. So uh, about the story, they are family from the, you know, Casanova. Mm -hmm. You know Giacomo Casanova? Yes. So I have... I have a kind of old connection with uh, with the story of uh, Giacomo Casanova in my family. So I decided to choose Marco because it's an Italian name. And for me, with sound, 
for me was better than my real name. So at the same time, bull is because three points. First one is that it's my favorite animal. So the second one is a signal of Spain because in Spain, you know, the bullfighting, but I don't like the bullfighting, but I love the bulls because for me it's an elegant, it's a clever, quiet uh, animal, but at the same time it's really strong. And uh, the third one is that uh, when I went to Afghanistan in 2006, one of the kids uh, gave me uh, my name with bull in English and also at the same time in, in Dari language. So I asked him, why do you choose bull? Because I never told him that I love the bulls. And he said, no, because when you come and you protect us with all the equipment, you seem like a big bull. So because of that, I choose this. Uh, for these three points, I chosen the, the bull next to Marco. I like the story. Yeah, it's very interesting. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so we talked about how you got into the business. You know, it was it was a journey for you, but it was something that you always wanted to do. So I want to talk about the very first day that you had a shoot, the very first time that you filmed on camera. What was that experience like for you as someone who was interested for years to do this? What was your experience on set for a first time at a porn shoot? Yeah, the reality was that uh, when I arrived the apartment, before going to the place for shooting, because here we usually shoot outside, uh, I arrived there, and all the people there, the other guy, and also the three girls, they have been a lot of years in porn, you know? So I was the new. I was maybe not the older, but next to, but at the same time, the new one. So was a bit, I don't know if say uncomfortable, not in the bad meaning, you know, but uh, was strange. So, but it's true that uh, the girl who I shoot with, she was really, really nice with me. Uh... And the scene was good, uh, you know, the first time because I don't uh, take pills or something like that. So was outside, was with sun, but I did some little stops, like two or three or something like that, because I need also to know uh, some tricks that the camera guy told to me. But uh, was really nice, was really comfortable with the people around, all the team treats me really, really good. So was really nice for the next shootings during the week, you know, because the second day was like nothing. The first one was a little bit nervous, of course, because I want to give my best, but at the same time was an anal scene. So my first shoot was a week doing anal scenes, not vaginal. So imagine. <laughs> but it was good, finally. Uh... The director was really nice. He told me that the scene was good, so this is good for my autoesteem. And uh, from there, everything has been good. Very nice. Okay. So, wow. For your first scenes as a performer, you had to do anal. That's crazy because usually, you know, that isn't your first scene. So that it's interesting that you 
they they almost threw you into the deep end of the pool to in in at the beginning for you yeah <laughs> it's a fireproof i think exactly yes initiation by fire yeah 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 <laughs> what do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes well for me i think uh what i like most of course the i i like the the sex part but also the acting part i love acting i love it so when when i have uh scenes that the scripts are long uh, i love it because i like to print them i like to study and then i i like uh scream in front of the mirror uh, trying to know more about the character, maybe looking for something similar on internet, looking for other movies, and uh, like that, I love the acting. So I love the acting part, and also with the with the sex part, I prefer uh, the vaginal sex than the anal sex. But if the girls like the anal sex, I I love it. I love it too because uh, what I try is. Uh, to have a good connection with the different ladies, with uh, respect, and also trying to give the best for them, like uh, they do it for me. So if at the same time you can enjoy shooting, uh, I think this is the best way, not only for you both, uh, also for the also for the movie, also for the scene, because it's realistic finally. And uh, I think that the people behind uh, the screen can see that and can feel that, that uh, everything is more realistic. I agree with you on that. Yes, 100%. When you are at a shoot, when you are at a shoot for a porn scene, what turns you on the most and what turns you off the most? Mm, I have my own routine before the before the scenes if you refer to that for for turn me on because i always try to have my shower just before the scene i i do my training first then i have shower and then usually you have to wait for the solo pictures of the ladies so when they are next to finish i have another shower and then i start looking my uh, my phone with the pictures or the content of the ladies that I found on internet, Twitter, or something like that, you know? Everything that I look is uh, from the girl who I work with for motivation. So at the same time, what uh, it's turned me off, if, if I am next to be ready for the action, and then for something, something is wrong and we have to wait because maybe some uh, technical problems with focus or lights or something like that or maybe with the cameras. And then, uh, you know, you have to start again with the motivation. But it's not uh, fault of uh, anyone. There are things that happen during the shootings. But uh, if I have to stop because of that, of that, it's like my my mind is like, okay, I have to start again. But usually it doesn't happen. Usually the routine is okay, and uh, also the different steps for going into the scene. So my routine works good usually. Let's break down a porn scene. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most, 
oral, vaginal, or anal? Uh, vaginal. In a scene, do you enjoy being rimmed? Depends of the girl. So if she really likes doing it, you like it? Yeah, yeah, because always before the scene I, uh, I spoke with the girls about what they don't like, the first of all. Overall, I, I want to know what they don't like, what they don't want into the scene. And at the same time, after that, I, uh, I like to know what they like most, not only with the position, uh, also with the, uh, acting with them, about if they love kissing, if they love uh, hard sex, or maybe not hard, but passional, you know. So I try to adapt myself to this because if I do that and I see on the girl face that uh, she is uh, comfortable and also she is having pleasure for me it's like it's the most I'm really really horny really really hot with this in a scene what's your favorite sexual position to perform for the camera and is it the same position that you enjoy off camera the main position for me for enjoying for enjoying is the reverse cowgirl and at the same time uh, for being in front of the camera I suppose that uh, it's depend of the scene but uh, usually I think that it's the doggy on also the uh, stand-up cowgirl you know when i am stand up and then i bring the girl up to me mm -hmm. i love this i love this position for being in front of the camera and we know how a scene ends with the cum shot in a scene where do you like to shoot your cum mm, the the true in the scene of course uh if the girl has uh, big boobs I love to do on boobs, but at the same time, if she has beautiful face, I love to do it also in mouth. But the truth is that uh, what I like most is when we are free to choose where the consumption could be. What I like most is that the girl tell me, give me your cam on this place. So I don't care which place is. If she told me uh, face, I love face. If she tell me boobs, I love boobs. Because what I like most also in my personal life is that uh, the girl uh, tell me where she wants the cum shot. How would you describe your style of fucking? I think that my style is a mix between passional and hardcore. You've done scenes with legal porno, correct? Uh, I have I have shoots for legal porn, but not uh, the I have like seven seven scenes for legal porn that I shoot with the producer here in Tenerife, but I have not shoot for legal porn like gang banks or. Oh, okay, because I was gonna ask you about that. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Um, usually, so usually, usually my my scenes for legal porn are anal scenes but not that are boy girls or maybe threesomes never gangbangs or something like that because the 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 real thing is that i don't i don't like this kind of thing i respect all the people who do it i think that this is a very good job for everyone there but it's not my style 
I completely understand. In the threesomes that you've done, have you done like double vaginal or anything like that? No, what I have done in uh, in threesomes, I have done DP. So far, in the time that you have been in the industry, in the year and a half that you've been in the industry, who have been some of your most favorite performers to work with? Ooh, I, I think that I have been a lucky guy about this uh, part of uh, being in porn. Because I, I think that maybe the 99% of the ladies that I have worked with, they are really, really nice. But whew, it's difficult to choose. Eh? It's difficult because with different girls, I have had really nice shootings. With the most, I have had very good shootings. But with some of them, the, they have been really, really, really amazing, uh, amazing shootings. Uh, I think that uh, I could say from starting from the beginning uh, when I shoot in in Germany with uh, Jada Sparks was a really comfortable shooting really nice connection between us so I could say that uh, she is one of the best performers who I have worked with but also, uh, after that, I have worked with really, really nice performers like Miss um, Jackson, like Alice Wilde, um, if I think uh, Jolie Love. And uh, yeah, I think that uh, also my last shooting with Christy White was amazing. She's really, really nice. So I think that I have been lucky, but... This these names uh, also with uh, me split. I I have had really nice shootings with uh, different girls. I cannot say the best one is this one because the most of them they are really really nice. Who have you not worked with that you look forward to working with in the future? Who is on Marco Bull's wish list of performers you would love to do a scene with? Wolf, I w if everything is okay, I think that in two days I will do it. <laughs> but this with, uh, I, I would like to shoot, of course, with uh, Shalina Divine. Because as I told you, I was fan of her. And I entered in the porn industry because I, I saw uh, a, a shooting of her shooting in Tenerife. So if everything is okay, I think that in two days I will do it. So uh, she is one of the most uh, famous ladies that I would like to shoot with. And at the same time with uh, Mariska. Are there any individuals in the industry, whether they are also a performer or, or people behind the scenes, that you look up to? Are there any people in the business, in the adult industry, that inspire you with what you are trying to do with your own career in the industry? Oh, yeah, yeah. I have met uh, a lot on, on this point. I have been also lucky because I have worked with very, very good teams. I have worked with very nice uh, people around me uh, at my different shootings. I think that I have a really nice uh, greetings from everyone. 
So I have uh, learned a lot from. I think that uh, starting with the makeup ladies and also finishing with the directors, I have learned from everyone, from everyone, because I always try to learn. I always try to know uh, what they think about the different points into the scene. What can I improve? Uh, because I think that uh, all of them have uh, a lot of experience and at the same time uh, they have good looking for the for the porn industry and also for the shootings of course i have different kind of producers and directors but everyone are very good uh if i have to say some different names of course i uh, i have to name my first producer that is uh, lotzi that is he's from uh, Hungary, and uh, at the same time, uh, I have to name the uh, Robbie, my cameraman, uh, my first cameraman, Robbie, uh, my another cameraman in Budapest, Robbie, uh, Adam, and uh, uh, looking uh, for people who I love, who they work about uh, directors. I have to name uh, Kai J. Di Santo, I have to name uh, Peter Perbeg uh, Hoffman, I have to name, of course, Julia Grandi, one of the best ones. So I have been lucky and I have learned a lot from all of them. Now it's time for the big question, a question that a lot of your fans might be curious to know. How much is Marco Bull packing? How big is Marco Bull? <laughs> uh, if I tell you the truth, maybe you can't believe me, but I have never sized it, never. I can tell you because of the size of my hands, but uh, are two hands and four fingers, but I have never put a rule in, uh, next to my big dick that for me is normal people say that it's big but i look it and for me it's normal <laughs> i think that it's over 21 22 i don't know now a couple of questions ago we talked about where you like to shoot your cum so my question now is as a performer someone who you know you know when you you have a shoot coming up and that sort of thing how do you prepare for the shoot in particular for the cum shot, what, do you do anything to make sure that when you come on camera, it looks good? Oh, the the thing is that uh, uh, the time before the shootings, uh, I do masturbation, but without cum shot. And uh, I suppose that a lot of people can say this guy is uh, crazy or what? Well, <laughs> but, no, it's, uh, it's I, called, uh, that's actually called edging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that is good because of the quantity for the final cum shot. And at the same time, it's good for pressure. So also when I do my trainings in the, before the scenes, I try to do a lot of uh, legs exercise because it's good for stamina. And stamina is uh, connected with the, finally with, the, you know, the cum shot or no also for being horny and uh, 
at the same time when I practice at home I always practice to give the different pressure for arrive the moment for the different kind of camp shot because you know you can uh, be uh, you can have uh, like rainy camp shot and also like big pressure camp shot so depends of the girl depends of the company I try to do one or uh, another one you mentioned that before you started doing porn that one of the ways that you were able to experience the porn world but not necessarily being a porn performer is that you did live sex shows live sex shows are incredibly popular in Europe and um, I just wanted to get your take on what that is like to star in a live sex show and uh, the very first time that you did one of those shows, was it incredibly comfortable for you just to get on stage in front of people and have sex? Uh, yeah, the thing is that it was maybe also more comfortable than my first scene because, you know, being into the club, the lights are a little bit down, so different lights. Mm-hmm. We, have, mm-hmm. we have practiced the show before, so... Uh, with the music, also the movements, also the dancing, because we have to dance before starting. So we did all the choreography and uh, we practiced a lot and also the sex part for the different positions. Uh, So when we arrived there, the lights were a little bit down, you know, like disco lights, like purple, red, things like that. So if you look around, are most shadows that people you know when you look around and you see the people are more in the shadow that realistic looking at you you can see full faces or something like that because you have a little bit uh, distance between you and uh, the public so it was really nice because also the girl for me was a really nice uh, uh, workmate so for me it was comfortable had you gone to see live sex shows before? Never. <laughs> oh, okay. So when you went into it as a performer, it was a brand new world for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what I did was the same that I do nowadays. If I have a new shooting, I always try to look uh, my character uh, into internet. So I went to internet for look for you know, uh, sexual shows online uh, for have some ideas and uh, see some movements and uh, these things to learn a little bit before going there for don't be arrived and uh, don't know what can we do or something like that because of that also we we prepare everything like one we are one week and a half before. Very interesting. Okay. And how long were you a live sex show performer? Like, uh, I think that was like two or three months, maybe. Okay. It's really interesting because the way Europe does it, as you explained it, I mean, it is a big production. I mean, it isn't just sex. You know, it it is dancing, it's choreography. Sometimes there's a storyline. Yeah, it's beautiful because finally... 
Uh, I know that, that there are some clubs where you arrive and you do all, only the sex part. But on this club, uh, we have to do like the show. So as I told you before, I love the acting since I was a child. And uh, for me, it was really nice because I think that uh, with that was easier for me for be into the show. Because finally, as I love the music, I like the girl, I like dancing. So for me, starting from there, maybe it was easier for me for being the first time. And uh, maybe it was uh, one of the points that helped me uh, for be okay when we started with the sex part. Yes, of course. And, and of course, that comfort that you had on stage... I would assume that that helped you, especially in the beginning, as you're doing your porn scenes. I mean, I know it's very different, as you said, um, but I would assume just a little bit might have helped, right? Yeah, yeah, it's right, of course. Let's talk about some of the productions that you have been doing recently. Uh, you've been working with uh, a bunch of the websites there in Europe, and uh, one thing that you shot with very recently is with Vixen. What was that experience like for you? Well, I can explain it with words. was an amazing, uh, great, and uh, incredible experience about everything, about the team, about the direction, about the workmates, about the ladies, about the guys, about the camera guys, about the girl of the ticket, of the flight tickets, about the makeup lady, about the people who care the clothes, about everything, technical directors, all the people there, all the team are amazing people, really professional ones, and uh, every moment uh, they care of you, never have problems, really, really nice to work uh, with them. was an amazing, amazing experience. One of my best experiences during my life and also during my short porn life. Wow, that is wonderful to hear. Congratulations. Uh, and I'm going to assume that you look forward to working with them again. I would like. It's not my decision, but of course I would like. I would like because... It's very, very nice and incredible people. And also the experience, uh, they have really nice ideas about the different shootings. Uh, they have a lot of acting parts. I love that. And also they choose amazing places for shootings. Uh, it's really nice work for, uh, with them. Because, as I told you, I have been lucky into the industry because all the people around me has treated me really good. But uh, my last experience was with them, and was I cannot say nothing wrong about them. Something else that you have been doing recently is you've been working with the, the company that does Fake Taxi and various other websites. Ah, yeah, the people from uh, Fake Hub, Fake Taxi, Yellow Productions. I I go again uh, this month for work for them. And uh, 
was amazing because I went there for my for my first time in Prague. I went for work for them, and uh, they have really is the the you have a, a a funny part, you know, like fake taxi or or fake hostel. It's a, a funny part that I love it because finally it's acting too, and it's not only acting like passion, you know. It's also funny parts, and uh, I love it. I love it because the guy has uh, really, really good feelings, and uh, at the same time, the stories usually are really funny. The girls also like that because you know you, from the passionate scene to the funniest scenes, you have to change a lot. Also, uh, your way of looking, your faces, expressions. So finally, it's acting, and I think that uh, if you love acting, you can adapt to everything. So I try to, and because of that, I like this kind of uh, of scenes also. And uh, with them, the same, very good team. Uh, everything is easy with them. Very nice ideas, really funny moments uh, into and outside of the scene, but at the same time, uh, you should maybe for massage room or uh, another fake hub original that you also do passional scenes. And uh, I did uh, one, two, three passional scenes for them and was amazing, amazing. The ladies, the place, the story, everything was great. What is it like to do a scene that's fake taxi. You know, as you mentioned, it's very comedic, um, but but you're you're in a taxi, you're in a car, and, and sometimes you have to have sex in the car, you have to find a private area. What goes into uh, a fake taxi scene? Yeah, uh, the thing is that uh, I think that in, in uh, one way it was... N- not normal, normal, but near normal for me because here in uh, in Tenerife we usually shoot outside. What it means with that because you have to look for different places, trying that people are not around. So this part is similar, but at the same time the the fake taxi is that I'm really tall. As I told you, I'm a one night zero. Uh, centimeters so I'm big but uh, yeah they, they they know a lot of places where you can go with the uh, with the taxi for this part of sex for me maybe the thing was well, that uh, was my first time for fake taxi was my first scene and at the same time was in December so when we opened the door for shoot and this was really cold so it's a part that is difficult to control, you know. But uh, the rest was nice. The, they found a very nice place uh, into the forest, and uh, they know a lot of places. And at the same time, it's uh, it's good because the people look the taxi, you know, because they know what is this. So it's funny at the same time. But finally, having sex into the car is like having sex into your car when you are. Uh, younger or, or not, or you have a girlfriend or something like that. The different, the car is okay. The car is big, it's comfortable. The thing is that finally it's a car, and for you know, for positions, it's not the same that being in your own car with a 
with a girl or your girlfriend or something like that because the positions you need open positions and it's different this this is a little bit more uncomfortable but it's normal it's the same into an scene in a room the the positions never are like the real ones into your house or into your bedroom in your private life that is very true i, I think a lot of people might not know how much you as a performer, you have to be very conscious of opening up for the camera. Something that I always ask performers is about that. Like, is it difficult? Was it difficult for you to adapt to that style of sex? Yeah. Uh, it's it's difficult because finally, I think that uh, the most of us, I, I want to know, I, uh, I would like to think that everyone wants to try to have and give pleasure but the thing is that uh, with the open position is more difficult also if you are a big guy like me uh, when you do for example missionary uh, the missionary at home you the, the girl is uh, laid down on her back and then she opened the legs and you are in the middle comfortable you can kiss her be on top of her laying on your body on her but not in porn because you need the opening uh, positions. The girl is on side. You are on side at the same time. Your legs, uh, one of your legs, has to be behind, open, and then foresee the full penetration. You cannot do like a deep, deep, deep penetration always because you need to see the, the explicit part. So the body usually has to be straight, like good position, elegant position. You can change a little bit to more normal, but not too much time, because finally the people need everything. Because now that I am behind the camera, I realize that uh, when you see porn, for me uh, at least, when I saw porn, I don't look, of course, I look the positions, but it seems comfortable, because usually the actresses and the actors they do it uh, normal, you know, but finally it's not full comfortable. Finally, you adapt to it and you learn how to do it and also you can, you can enjoy it. But never is the same that in your private life. Now, you mentioned fake hostel. It's one of the scenes that it's all a part of the same uh, production company and, and, and the websites and that sort of thing. Fake hostel, the scenes are crazy. They're so comedic. I'm sure you must enjoy getting the chance to be incredibly silly in front of the camera as, you know, you you act leading into the scene. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. I love I love the scripts like, you know, gigolo, elegant guy, rich guy, but also at the same time I I like the opposite. Because as I told you, finally it's acting. And if, of, of course, if you are comfortable in your scripts, always in the same line, it's comfortable, it's good for you because you learn about it. But for me, I like to do different uh, kind of scripts. I like to try to learn uh, different kind of, and also being like a silly guy, you know, or... Uh, someone who is lost uh, or something like that and uh, different silly faces and uh, acting like a, yeah, I don't know, like stupid guy over shoulder or something like that. 
but uh, yeah, I love it. I love it. I I did my scene with the uh, with the Gina Snow last time, and we both were laughing a lot. We have to stop different times because it was impossible. Because maybe when the camera is behind of me, I was doing a stupid thing with my eyes, or also. He was, uh, she was doing the same with the popcorn or something like that when the camera is not shooting her. So it's really funny. It's re uh, they are really nice moments. And also it's uh, an adventure to try to do that when you are into a line totally different, you know? So I like it. I like it too much. I like it. Are there any misconceptions or myths about porn performers that you would like to dispel? Are there any misconceptions or assumptions that you think the porn fans might have about performers that you would like to set the record straight on? Yeah, I suppose that uh, everyone uh, has the same questions from uh, his or her fans that usually are in relation with the scorting, at the same time uh, in relation with the different ETS, uh, because uh, a lot of people think that in porn you do sex without uh, doing analytics uh, or testing. A lot of people think that uh, it's like a party, you know, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, that uh, everyone is there and they fuck with each other like nothing. Uh, not medical controls. So I think that one of the most important parts that uh, we have to show to the to the people and uh, to our fans is like uh, into the porn industry and more each day. Uh, we try to do everything the most secure for everyone about health. So everyone has to be tested. Uh, nowadays also uh, it's better because the test uh, must have the QR code where you can scan and uh, when you scan a QR code you can see the real test so if someone has tried to fake it you can discover it like this really fast so I think that uh, it's an advantage at the same time we must uh, think that uh, uh, for Everyone into the industry, this is a job. We like it, but this is a job. So I think that no one, or I want to think that no one uh, that are clever people uh, wants to lose uh, their job. And uh, I want to think that, of course, there are people like in all the companies that are not in porn, like in shops, in shopping centers or uh, every, uh, everywhere that, you know, uh, strange or bad people are everywhere. But uh, I think the most of us, uh, we want the best for us and also we want the best for the people who we work with uh, about health. At the same time, a uh, lot of people think that uh, being in porn is a full relation with uh, being uh, doing scorting. And it's not true. I know that uh, there are people who does uh, they do escorting, but not the most of them. I, I suppose that uh, there are people who do it at the same that uh, maybe one guy or one lady of a supermarket or shopping mall of everywhere, they can do it also out of uh, their job. 
So I don't think that is a full relation with this because I have met a lot of people in this uh, year and a half and uh, I cannot say the most of them or the most of us we do escorting because it's not like this. And if anyone wants to do it, it's free for do it because finally we have to remember that uh, each person has their own body and everyone has their own decisions about uh, their bodies. So they can decide it's respectable, of course, and it's not nothing but because I'm sure that the people who do that, they take the same uh, health uh, preventions that in porn, of course. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? Not, not by the moment. Since uh, I started, I don't remember nothing that I can say I don't like that in capital letters. Because the things that sometimes happen are not under the control of anyone, you know? And are not bad things. So, as I told you, I have been lucky with my people around. So, for me, during one year and a half, I cannot say... I don't like that in porn by the moment. Let's talk about your original content. Let's talk about the content that uh, that you create for the fans. Uh, what type of content do you personally create? So I usually try to do content with the, with the girls who I work with. Because for me, it's a, it's a good way because it's good for both. Uh, the, the, the content, I like to do something different, not only putting a camera in front of a vet, what is respectable too, and I have done it, of course. But usually I adapt uh, to the ladies because for me, nowadays it's more important uh, doing... Uh, professional uh, shootings for productions that the content content is okay i like it because also it's a little bit more comfortable but uh it's more like going to amateur sex but at the same time uh i usually try to adapt to the ladies i i ask them what do what your fans would like to have and they tell me, boys, I don't know, maybe boob jobs or this kind of uh, positions or this story, something about this or that. I would like to to have my own content because a lot of uh, people is writing to me about cuckolding. So maybe I can try to do different things to this point of view. But at the same time, I like the stories. I like uh, inventing uh, different stories because I like to act in a little bit and uh, then have the sex part. And also in the sex part, if I can do something different, I, I, I like to do it. Maybe not, uh, on, not having sex on the bed or maybe on the pool or maybe on the biller or bathroom, you know. So... For me, content is okay. I'm trying to do more each time. The problem is the edition because I not have too much time for do every uh, all the editions that I would like on time. 
but it's true that uh, that is good. It's a, it's a very good way to have another uh, money. So it's good, and uh, I like it. But this kind of content, like a little bit story, if it's possible, different, and uh, at the same time, I try to adapt to the what the fans of the girls wants. Fantastic. And you release your content through many vids and OnlyFans, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm starting now uh, to prepare the content for Pornhub. I'm not putting on Pornhub yet. I have, I think, two videos or something like that. And also uh, X videos or share. But I, I have to start from the beginning. When I have time, I would like to take more, uh, uh, to give more importance to this part. But for me, many bits, uh, I love it. I love many bits. It's really easy to put the content in. And also you have it there. And if you sell something, the email arrives to your, to your email address. And you know that you have sold something. And at the same time, it's really easy when, uh, you have uh, your content with people who is into many bits because all of us we have all our documentation there uh, the contracts everything so you only need to tag the different people uh, they send an email to them and they if they accept the email is that everything is okay about permissions you know what is really important I think that the content is really important about the different permissions of the people. How often do you release new content? I try to put uh, new content uh, one, two times a month. But it's true that I have a lot of content without edition that I am working, working on now. Because I have been shooting a lot this time ago. So I have not too much time for doing, for do it. So because I like to do it good, I'm not the best, of course. I know that there are fantastic people who do amazing things with the edition. I'm starting with this part, but also like that, I I I don't want to put like pasting the different parts and then put on. I like that uh, if the fans goes to, they go to buy it. They have a normal, maybe good, or also very good content. Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Marco Bull. Ooh, in, a, in which sense? Maybe something surprising. Something surprising? Uh, I have three kids. <laughs> well, that would be surprising to your fans, yes. <laughs> yeah, I suppose all all the people think the same when I say that. Describe yourself in ten words or less. Hmm. In ten words or less. Oof. I think that uh, I don't need too much to describe myself because I I feel myself a really normal. Uh, men, you know, but uh, if I have to say something, I I could say that I'm hard worker, uh, humble, 
because I learned from my grandfather that uh, you can arrive to where you want, but uh, you always need to be humble. So at the same time, I try to look always for for care the people around me because I think this is the most one of the most important points, not only in porn, also in your real life. If you carry your people uh, around, it's uh, for me it's one of the most important parts in my life. Hard worker, uh, and sometimes uh, I could say that. Some people think that it's okay, but I think that sometimes it's too much because I'm sometimes I'm uh, too much demanding with myself, not with the others, with myself. I always trying to do better things, and uh, sometimes I kick myself like, "Oh, you did this bad. You have to improve this, 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 this." You know. And uh, I look for the perfection. The perfection doesn't exist, but uh, I look for it. Uh, but always I'm demanding with myself. Uh, I'm human. I'm I'm a normal man. So I only try to give my best to the rest. And uh, I like to receive the best of them if they want. So being uh, a good man and... Uh, being the same that I have been always because I don't feel different nowadays because of my one year and a half in porn. I don't feel like a porn star or something like that. I, I feel a normal man who is realizing uh, his dreams and uh, I'm enjoying a lot what I do. I'm enjoying a lot uh, having different trips, meeting a lot of amazing and great people so i think that it's everything humble and normal normal man uh, good i i try to be a good person i i think that is the resume of everything as we get close to the end of the interview i have this list of pop culture oriented questions that are designed to allow your fans to get to know some of your favorites the first question in this set is what are five of your most favorite television shows? Usually nowadays, I don't see, uh, I don't watch uh, television shows. Um, I prefer to look movies or series. Uh, I love the criminal series and also the the stories about uh, knights or you know the. The battles in the past, like uh, Gladiator, Gladiator, or this kind of movies. At the same time, the the stories uh, about detectives, uh, about uh, uh, criminalism, this kind of series, I like it. I I love it. But about TV shows, no, I don't. I don't watch. Uh, usually, I don't. I don't watch the normal TV. I, I usually uh, uh, use different platforms like Netflix, you know. And also, uh, sometimes I buy movies. But I usually don't watch the normal TV shows. 
Well, then, what are five shows, your favorite shows that you watch on Netflix? Because that is television. Yeah, yeah. The For me, for example, uh, uh, one of the series that I like most was Blacklist. That are, I don't know if you know it. Uh, they, uh, it has uh, eight seasons, mm-hmm. also, also nine. I love it. I also <laughs> use a pen for write different points in a paper to analyze what, uh, what what was happening there. So this was one of the of the most. Also, uh, there is a uh, the human body documentary that is very interesting in Netflix because I'm also a physical trainer. So. I love everything about the the body, about uh, different things in relationship with the trainings, the body training. And there's a very nice, uh, in Netflix, there is a very nice uh, documentary about the, the human body. There is another one about Egypt story that is really nice, really well done. And uh, about movies, the... I could say it. I I'm now I am now looking uh it's not a movie it's a series that is a Spanish one The Silence it's a very good one is uh, about a guy who killed uh his uh, his parents but finally you discover why all this happened because the society uh it's really angry with uh, with him but the story behind is strong and it's realistic. So the silence is a very good one. Um, also series like Black Mirror and also the Gigolo and this kind that has a little bit relation with, uh, with the porn, you know. So Tyler Rake is a good one too. This kind of movies and uh, Arthur King about kingdoms, about uh, knights old stories is the most that I usually see. But I would say that uh, Tyler Rake, Black Mirror, Blacklist, uh, The Silence, and uh, uh, The Gigolo Diary are the most that I have liked this uh, last time. Who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? Hmm. I like... uh, about music, I could say that I am a little bit vintage. <laughs> so, I could say that uh, different my one of my favorite groups or artists in in music. Nowadays, I I like Two Feet. That is it's an, it's not vintage. It's a new one. Uh, two feet uh, music, I love it. Also, I use it before my scenes when I am in the shower. I love uh, hear the two feet music because it's really passionate. And uh, at the same time, uh, I like uh, groups like uh, Five Finger Death Punch. I like uh, group like Banesens. I like groups like. Uh, Within Temptation, also Eminem, but uh, under the vintage side, I love Dire Strike and Nirvana.
What are three of your most favorite films? Three of my favorite films. One is Gladiator, of course. Uh, other one is 300. And uh, the other one, I could say that is the Revenge Fire. What are two foods you can't live without? Uh, uh, I don't know the name that you use there, but here in Spain we call it uh, Cuban rice. It's rice with uh, with fried uh, with fried banana, and then uh, sausages, fried eggs, and uh, chips. I don't know the name that uh, maybe you use for this or if you have a name for this, but here in Spain we we call it Cuban rice. And uh, at the same time, we have a typical uh, typical food here in uh, in Canary Island that is called rancho. It's a kind of soup, but it's really strong because uh, it has beans, uh, uh, meat. Also potatoes. It's a big, big plate. You can eat two and you are full for middle day, sure. So I could say the Cuban rice and the rancho. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? My guilty pleasures? <laughs> Sex and chocolate. <laughs> Very nice. That's a good combination. <laughs> What are you currently binging? What are you currently binge-watching on one of the streaming services? Is there a show that you're currently watching? Mm, no, as I told you, I'm not using streaming, but, uh, but it's true that I'm following a, a program in uh, It's Finished Now about a physical powerful in Netflix. That is, uh, there are different proofs for different guys for different countries. Oh, it's yes. like a, mm -hmm. it's a kind of a strongman proof, you know? The physical 100. Yeah, physical 100. Yes, the Korean one. What's next for Marco Bull? What is coming out very soon that the listeners should know about? What's coming up for you? Hmm. Uh, so next week, uh, we go to Prague for shooting for Yellow Productions, people from Fake Taxi, Fake Hostel, uh, Massage Rooms. And uh, I have different offers for summer, but I have cannot uh, fix yet the dates because some of them were the same dates that uh, when I go to Prague. So I don't know if finally they will move these dates and also, uh, I have heard that in uh, August uh, can be a shooting for a big company. I cannot say the name yet <laughs> because I don't know if they want me or not. But I would like, I would like that if finally they they go for shooting in August, uh, I would like to work with them again. So, particularly uh, the next week in Prague is the the first point. Then uh, we'll have a break during a week with my family and then uh, come back again between my main job and also the different shootings that I can have uh, these two months in summer. 
How can your fans reach you? How can they find you on the web, social media, as well as where can they find your original content? Yeah, the the thing is my Instagram account, actor Marco Bull. Then my Twitter account is the opposite. It's first Marco Bull and then actor at the end. At the same time, uh, Marco uh, downline bull on OnlyFans and uh, Marco bull on many bits. There are the main places where I am. And also when you put on Google Marco bull porn, there you can find a lot of my different works for different productions. And I try always to put the different things that I... Uh, that they are out in uh, in my Twitter account because you know in Instagram you cannot put uh, explicit things so usually I use uh, Instagram account for the pictures that I have uh, that I do some different photo shootings the new photo shootings and also when I'm shooting uh, I use the stories for show to my fans what are we doing with uh, with people I'm working with the different places, uh, but the explicit content uh, I used to put it on uh, Twitter, and then in uh, many bits and OnlyFans. Well, Marco, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters that are listening? Uh. I think that the best word that I can I can say to my fans or followers is a big, big, big thanks in capital letters, because uh, you can work hard into the industry, but uh, if the people around you, the followers and the fans, they are not there, nothing it's possible like that. Because finally, uh, the people around you who is following you and your fans, uh, they are who who are looking and watching your your different productions. Uh, they are who are uh, looking for your new content. Uh, they are who are always giving you uh, likes, uh, giving you beautiful words for continue, uh, amazing sentences about your job. So I think that this is the best for a performer when you receive uh, this very good incomings from them. So what I can say in capital letter is thank you very much for everyone. You've had quite the journey in one year and a half, Marco Bull. I, I feel like even bigger and better opportunities are going to be coming for you. So congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you a lot. You're welcome. I see it. I see you working with even bigger and better companies. I, I see it. I know it's going to happen. I would like. I will cross my fingers. If it happens, for sure we can have another interview. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Well, I was actually about to say that. I, I want to, first of all, thank you so much for the interview, Marco. Thank you very much, too. It's a really pleasure for me. Likewise. And uh, as we were sort of alluding to, I mean, the door is open for more whenever you want to come back to update the listeners and your fans on what you're up to. You're more than welcome to. You have an open invitation for another interview. Yeah, of course. Of course. When you want, for me, uh, I can resolve all the questions about the fans or the followers. I would like, of course. 
Fantastic. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning into One on One with Poppy Chulo. Before we go, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Thank you for downloading One on One with Poppy Chulo. Here are a few helpful reminders. For more information on One on One with Poppy Chulo, visit poppychuloradio.com slash after dark. Follow Poppy Chulo on Twitter at twitter.com slash poppychulo one on one. That's at poppychulo. The number one. The word on. And the number one. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. Back to you, Poppy Chulo. Thanks, announcer, and with that... Marco Bull, and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Good night, everyone. Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio. And like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week.